Welcome back. Yo. Uh, oh. Yo, hoy. It's beautiful to have you guys here with us tonight. Spoopy. We got Travis Bud On the ones and twos. TJB. It's your boy. Taylor Owens. Yo. TJO. Sean Jordan. What's up? My name is Todd. <laughs> Do you feel slighted by Terrell Owens? Kind of taking the T.O. No, moniker? because there for a while my fantasy team was called the real T.O. So that's kind of <laughs> cool. But yeah, he kind of fucked us over on that one. You know what? I... One nickname that you used to have that I miss, it's Hardwood. Yeah. It, it never... Also, hey, I, and one... If for, you hey, if anybody wants to download AOL Instant Messenger, I'm still Hardwood83 on there. <laughs> so shoot me, you know, sh- sh- you know, I mean... What's the backstory? I'm not away, away from my... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not away. AFK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BRB. What, did you leave an away message? Like, if, if I were to message you right now, is it... Something I, moody. I'm in 2023 on a shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the foresight. I need to update that now. <laughs> and then one uh, nickname of Todd's that never really took off is Copperhead. Yeah. Because he got bit by a Copperhead. And twice. he survived. I did. He bit it back. I mean, did, I'm the only one that called him Copperhead. Uh, higher resistance to venom. Actually, Toxins. lower resistance. Sick. And lower yeah. resistance. It Both higher and lower. Yeah. It just depends on the day. We won't know until he gets bitten again. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like each time you get bit, it reverses I mean, the polarity? stronger or weaker. We'll just yeah. find out when the time comes. <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> it's a really shitty superpower. <laughs> <laughs> he's either going to be okay or he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> weaker and strong. That would be the tagline of the horror movie yeah. or the superhero movie about me. It's like, I'm either better. I'm either superhero or I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. So this week we're doing Poltergeist. Um, this is our second Halloween movie. This was actually my pick. So it's one that I wanted to do for a while. Uh, and we are drinking Bogle Phantom. This is, sometimes I pick stuff that will match like flavor wise or location wise. Yeah. To like whatever, uh, <laughs> to whatever we're doing. And, but this time it's like just the name, the aesthetic of the bottle, the, bo- the Bogle Phantom. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. Kind of I got a question. Mm. Did we ever find out the origin of hardwood? Yeah, I, I wanted the back I forgot. On that. Yeah, I didn't know if there was any closure on that anecdote. Oh yeah, um, it was just a high school thing, and I played a little bit of basketball. I was not very good. I wasn't eating Skittles out of my sock on the bench, bad. But so I just wasn't very good. Um, and so we. <laughs> Oh, would you play like power forward? Yeah, I don't even know what I played. I think I was a small forward. We were playing a band. I was in a band, and we were going to play music at a at a junior western day or something. And one of our good friends, Tim, was our marketing guy. He did, he bestowed himself to do that, mm-hmm. and he he just wrote on there like he's like come fe- featuring the creative styles of Taylor Hardwood Owens, <laughs> and I was just like. Oh what? I was like, what? What is that name? He's like, oh, you played basketball. I don't know. I just gave you a nickname. I was like, so I loved it. Hardwood stayed. Yeah. <laughs> well, it for a little while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh. but you know what? It's back. Yeah. yeah. And my, it's my AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> so we're drinking the the Bogle Phantom. Um, so this has a, like a oh yeah. The story on the back label has a story about a phantasm. Um, Bogle is a it's an enormous winery, California. Um, they make, they're one of those kind of, uh, aircraft carrier sized wineries that like makes millions of bottles of wine every year. This is a tier above their basic entry level wines. This is kind of a notch up. This is inky. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a deep purple. Make a grand name. name. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Saw them live once. This podcast is only for us. <laughs> it is. It's for our own enjoyment. This is a blend of Petit Syrah, uh, Red Zen, Cab, and Mouvedra. Ooh, uh, Mouvedra from Argentina. That's Malbec. Yeah. 
God damn it. <laughs> this results in a pig balanced wine, uh, fruit flavors, uh, with the fruit flavors of Zen and Petit Syrah and the big uh, bold tannins of Cab and Avedra. Uh, basically, this is a wine that you can Argentina. put with just about. <laughs> this, is, this is a wine you could put with just about any meal, um, pretty much anything this side of salad or seafood. I mean, you could do any kind of red meat, any kind of a heavier meal. Um, it's not as jammy as I would have expected. I worked no, in a liquor store for 10 years. I know things. <laughs> I'm good at stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a good wine. Vedra. Um, like a $20. From Argentina. <laughs> Check out the Bogle family. <laughs> What was the GSM the I like? Was it Han GSM? Yeah. Grenache, Syrah, Muvedra. Uh, yeah. yeah. Argentina. We call it Jism for short. Yep. So here's a little bit of background on Poltergeist. I do love Jism. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> we know you won't. And that's fine. Yeah. This was released June 4th, 1982. Uh, this was co-written and produced by Steven Spielberg. And directed by Toby Hooper, who directed the Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Although this uh, directorial credit has been heavily contested ever since the film was released. Uh, we'll get back to that in just a second. Uh, E.T. was conceived by uh, conceived and directed by Spielberg. And it was released exactly one week after this movie. So this uh, summer was dubbed the Summer of Spielberg. He conceived uh, this... Uh, he originally Spielberg was working on a companion piece to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and his idea actually branched into two separate films. One of them became E.T., and one of them became this movie. Um, this one had a budget of $11 million and grossed $122 million. Uh, it spawned two inferior sequels, both of which grossed less than $10 million total. Uh, since its release, Poltergeist has attracted controversy over who actually directed it. Some of the cast and crew have said that Spielberg was the de facto director of the film, but because he was already working on E.T. at the same time, he was not allowed. The director's guild would not allow him to take credit for two films simultaneously. So uh, many people, including Zelda Rubenstein, who played the, um, the medium who speaks to the dead or whatever. It's clean. Yes. She said Spielberg directed all of her scenes and that Toby Hooper was just in the background. Some people said that Toby, Toby Hooper actually directed some of their scenes. Toby Hooper said it was collaborative. Spielberg came out later and said, no, he pretty much directed the movie. Even like if he was there, he would pretty much just tell Toby Hooper what to do. Um, having watched the movie now, it feels a lot like a Spielberg movie. It feels like a Spielberg movie. Yeah, this does not feel... I, I can't say what a Toby Hooper movie feels like, but like the kids ride on the bicycles. And oh, yeah. Why, why could they not give him an AD credit? I guess the rules said that you couldn't direct two movies at the same time. You couldn't take credit. You couldn't even get an AD, though? No. I mean, I guess he probably could have done that, but I imagine Spielberg's ego is not going to let him claim to be an assistant director. I guess. But I don't even know if he could have claimed an assistant director thing at the same time, because it's like they had weird rules. There yeah. was a rule for a long time that you couldn't have co-directors. You couldn't have two directors. Mm. Um, now it's not a thing. Yeah. It's a different deal now, but back then you couldn't. Um, but the issue is still debated to this day. The two men still argue about who directed the movie. Um, but... Basically, I think it's a Spielberg movie. Does Spielberg need the the accolades? Is he hurting for work? No, <laughs> no. You think that? I mean, poor Toby Hooper. It's like just give him the credit. Yeah, just, just give it to just him. Let yeah. it go. Um, this also has a lot of notoriety for the deaths of two stars, two young stars in the movie. Uh, Dominic Dunn, who plays the older teenage daughter, was strangled by her ex boyfriend the same year this movie came out. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And then Heather O'Rourke, who played Carol Ann, passed away just after the third film came out from a ruptured intestine. So two of the three kids did not survive into adulthood. Yeah. Um, very simple plot to the film. Uh, the Freeling family, headed by old uh, 
Craig T. Nelson, coach. Yes. And Joe Beth Williams, they move into a suburban housing development with their three children. A mysterious supernatural entity starts plaguing the family, terrorizing them day and night. Eventually, the beast abducts Carol Ann, the youngest daughter, and pulls her into another dimension via the TV. To bring back their daughter, the Freelings turn to a pair of uh, Counterpoint, hmm. through the closet. Oh, yeah, through the closet. She kind of inhabits or speaks to the TV. Yeah, so it's the TV dimension, but she gets pulled in through the closet. Yeah. TV is the medium. She gets pulled through the same... No, Zelda Rubenstein's the medium. Yeah. She, uh, she, I'd say she's a small. <laughs> <laughs> she's a small. That was good. <laughs> she gets pulled in. <laughs> <laughs> she gets pulled the same. <laughs> Travis oh. is having a kid. Oh, okay. Oh. Trav, uh, so she gets pulled to the same dimension as the uh, kid from Willy Wonka into that same kind of TV dimension, and the same the kid from Stranger Things. You know that same whatever yeah, upside down. Yeah. No. Um, so they turn to a paranormal play, played by Oscar winner Beatrice Strait to help solve the mystery and retrieve their daughter. Uh, Furthermore, her uh, Dr. Le- Dr. Leah, who's Strait's character, commul- consults with a diminutive psychic played by Zelda Rubenstein to communicate directly with Carol Ann and relay instructions to- on how to get out of this particular other dimension. So that's what I've got for a description. So have you guys, have all you guys seen this before? Carol Ann. So, yeah, everybody's seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Sean, we'll start with you. What do you think of it? Um, I like this movie. I like it a lot. Um, it- it doesn't really, I don't know, it doesn't give me like the, the horror movie kind of vibes. And I think yeah. that's that to me is what says like this is a Spielberg movie is he doesn't really do, I mean, he does horror. He's He did Jaws. He's done other stuff that's like horror-ish. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this doesn't give me like spooky, like Halloween-y vibes. It's more of like a, like a creepy romp. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's like, it's a, it's an adventure, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like you said, it has that, like that Spielberg vibe to it where it's like kids on bikes and mm-hmm. you know it's the the neighborhood and yeah uh did you know that the skulls and the skeleton bits that are in the pool at the end of the movie those are real yeah. those those are real skulls and, and human remains oh yeah because it was cheaper than f- props oh that wow. sounds much like the making of the actual movie it's like it's cheaper to cheaper, no. cheaper to just kill them yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they moved the headstones well they didn't move the bodies I, I I love that line. I think that's one that I say a lot. Um, I I also very frequently quote the medium just saying, this house is clean. <laughs> what a great actor. What a great part. Oh, yeah. What a great part. And I, I think she's, she's, she's in all the sequels, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I think so. She's cashing those paychecks. Oh, 100%. She's such a weird character actor. Mm-hmm. She's got to use whatever work she gets. But, yeah. Um, no, I think this movie's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. There's like you said, there's not a lot of plot to it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward. Um, one of my like, <laughs> it, 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 it amazes me comparing and contrasting this one to Friday the Thirteenth that we just watched because Friday the Thirteenth came out two years prior and they look like completely different qualities yeah. of like eras. Like the this looks like a it, the the video quality of the shooting and like just like the quality of the shot. Is again what really screams Spielberg to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So. Oh, the music. I mean, the special effects. Are like this had twenty times the budget of Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Sorry, Hooper. But yeah, it just looks like a completely different era. Like it. It just looks completely better. Yeah. Um. 
so I don't know. I I also enjoyed when the construction workers were working on the pool. Yeah, and they what were the just hell? like hitting on a high school girl. Yeah, and the mom's just watching from the kitchen, just like, like oh, oh, you're incorrigible, you boys. You want some coffee? <laughs> and they poke their heads in and start like yeah. eating stuff. eating sandwiches. Yeah. And, uh, oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, it's oh, like, I was just uh, you know, oh, having a snack. How you get your head blown off? In this day and age, it wouldn't yeah. last. Where were yeah. they? They were in like Arizona or something? Somewhere, yeah. I mean, it was like somewhere out west, I believe. Somewhere that was like building out like suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is why you shouldn't build suburbs. Yeah. Vista Cuerdo. What, what was it called? <laughs> Vista Cuesta. Vista, Vista Cuerdo. Shady Pines. Sudden Valley. Crunchwrap Supreme. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's the Cuesta. Um, no, I, I I enjoy this movie a lot. I th- I think the acting is great. Um, yeah, the tragic lives after like the the yeah. daughters both died. Yeah. Um, the mom was cool smoking yeah. smoking weed in bed and just yeah. you know get yeah. giggly. Yeah, it was weird. To me, it almost touches on the family ties thing of like hippie you know hippie '60s kids who now are parents in in the '80s and raising kids like. Probably the kid people who smoked weed back in the day and like yeah. before know. they became Republicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They probably followed the Almond Brothers on tour for a while. Now they're like out in the suburbs. Now I gotta sell houses. Yeah, <laughs> is that why Carol Ann can hear ghosts? Is because they probably smoked when she was in the womb. Yeah, probably LSD. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the initial like impulses, like, oh, this is cool. What if yeah. I put this chair here and it just runs across the? That was my. That's, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, they just don't really seem to care too much. They're just like, well, that's kind of fucking freaky. Yeah. Oh well. Let's put the daughter in a little ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they they don't really. I mean, if you get into like horror movies and like poltergeists, like haunted poltergeists are like really creepy. And one of the things you don't want to do is acknowledge it. And like the more you acknowledge it, the more power it gives it. And so her putting like the chair down and getting like pulled across is the worst thing you could do if you have a poltergeist. Just yeah. pro tip, you know, if you if you guys end up in a haunted house, just just know that. Um, and don't sleep nude, or do don't sleep nude. Oh, she, the actress that plays the mom, she's in the second one, right? Joe Beth. Yes. Doesn't she get like raped by a ghost? I don't. I think so. In the it, second one. Second one was though a weird ride. When that when they got spoofed by uh, Tori Spelling in one of the scary movies. Yeah. Where it does the whole. Yeah. The yeah. Up, up on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where that trip comes from. Um, yeah. And I I was trying to remember if it was this one or that one, but I didn't. I don't remember seeing it. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. This is another movie that kind of sets off like a whole wave of movies. Influential. Yeah. yeah. Like the, but definitely the bigger budget horror movies. Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of proves they could be like a big, bigger, bigger franchise, more oomph behind it. Yeah. And marquee director, marquee actors. You yeah. Know. But I'd give this one um, seven. 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 Cool. I'd give it higher, but there's just not a lot of plot. Yeah. You know. That was kind of my thing. So I had seen this before a long time ago, and then probably had seen it on TV sporadically. This is the first time in a long time I just sat down and watched the whole damn thing, mm-hmm. and like. Like Sean said, I feel like it just kind of jumped right into it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there was little bitty stories here and there. And this is how I kind of likened it after watching this. I was like, man, I feel like I'm watching now an M. Night Shyamalan film where like there wasn't a whole lot of craziness to begin with. Mm-hmm. It was like, you were just kind of, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, does she hear voices? Oh, you know, the fucking tree. Yeah. But I was like, you were like, okay, well, is it just a scary creature? Like, what is this? A poltergeist? What is this? And it didn't really get to me like a horror film until that one dude is fucking just 
right in the fridge. Yeah. He's just like, hey, let me get something to eat. All right. Throws his little steak on there. Steak explodes, mm-hmm. whatever it does, and there's yeah. maggots on his chicken wing. Mm-hmm. And then he's going in there ripping his face off. And yeah. I, for some reason, I don't remember that part at all. And that, I was like, the oh, I do. of that scene is yeah. awesome. And yeah. I was like, holy crap. For some reason, I don't ever remember this. And then I was like, wait a minute. Was that like the bloodiest part up to uh, to oh. date of that? Yeah. And I was like, wow, kind of crazy. And it was like, kind of like a Shyamalan film where I'm just like, Come on, Sean. Mm-hmm. I gotta see something, man. Like, let's make the turn. Let's let let give me a little fucking hint. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So this maybe this is a horror film, you know? I was like, or a scary, you know, scary movie. Because the time is just like, all right, just a bunch of ghosts hanging out in the house. Yeah. You know, stole this kid. Because mm-hmm. the mom is violently calm. Yeah. And it's just like she's like, hey, what, what, what's the I, yeah? I just keep that room locked. It's it's you yeah. know, it's kind of weird, and I don't. Craig they T. Nelson's keep, the same way. He's keep like, opening the door. He's like, yeah, we don't go in there. And then, um, and I think this lock. Also, how does that lock just like keep them out? They're just yeah. like they're fine with it. They're just like okay, yeah, yeah well, we, and, we respect um, that. We respect I, I I think it's been spoofed. I think a couple of times, but when they're all in there for the first time at the table, and the light flickers, and they're like, what? He's like, oh no, it'll happen twice more. It always goes in pairs or something like that. And I, and I know that's been said in another movie. It's been spoofed, but I was like, oh, I know, I know that line. I've heard that before. Um, travel in pairs. Yeah. They do travel in pairs. But, um, Birds. But yeah, I, this film is actually a really good film. I kind of forgot a lot about it. I was like, like I, the ending, I forgot about the, you didn't move the, the bodies. You didn't move the bodies. I was like, good Lord. Um, I did like the ending. They were how they was like, well, no, we're not really ending it. Kind of like a previous film, Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. It's like it's ending, but J.K. He's coming out of the water. The yeah. end? Yeah. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think I would give this one like a seven and a half, only because you write like a two year difference. But I feel like I was more drawn into this one. I think Todd, you had said maybe off podcast that like with Friday the Thirteenth, you were kind of glossed over once or twice, which I mean, I can't be easy to do, mm-hmm. but for some reason with this one, I was just much more like enthralled with it. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but it was like, but some of the CGI, again, it's still funny when they, when they were like, when they first opened the room and all the stuff, it like just the, spinning the lab, and it was just like, I don't know. And they seeing their reactions. I was just like, wow, that's some pretty CGI and pretty shitty CGI, but it's 1982, mm-hmm. so it was 81 probably when they were making it. So yeah. I was like, man, this is still pretty cool. I, I respect yeah, it. Yeah, I, I still respect it. Yeah. So I don't know. I say seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. Travi? Actually, yeah, I'll go with seven and a half too. Um, <clears throat> one thing I do remember about this, I absolutely remember that dude ripping his face See, off. I don't remember that. Oh, I, I saw this at an age where I shouldn't have seen that <laughs> because I remember that. Like, it's a part of my personality. Now it's like what whatever I was watching too late or like this was before I, I may have been able to babysitters where she didn't even have like a remote. It was like one of those things that plugged into her old TV. So you'd have to like walk up there and hit, the, yeah. hit each one. And so uh, I definitely vividly remember the dude like I was like, what's he doing? Look in the mirror. And all of a sudden he's ripping his face. I'm like, what is happening? I was like, this is. Cool. That's like it, that's got to be four to five nights of nightmares right there. I'm sure it was. Um, but one thing uh, I loved that I saw was good old uh, James Cameron, uh, Karen, who played Mr. Teague, uh, who we know from oh, yeah. Return of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. 
Mm, and he dude. showed up and he was uh, training the dude. So I, I liked seeing him. Oh. So that was 85 when he was in this. So that was This was, what, at least three or four years before that. And he was in an episode of The Golden Girls that we just watched. Ooh. Because he uh, is dating <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, for, for the, the, the other podcast that you're not on. Yeah. It's our, it's our Golden Girls podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he's dating Dorothy, and he gets tired of Sophia tagging along on all their dates. Oh, so I remember I that episode. Do. He draws yeah. a line and says, you either, either it's me or your mom. And so she picks her mom. Because wasn't she bringing Dorothy oh. along for, like, a reason? Like, Dorothy was, like, getting, bo- like, lonely or something? Uh, Sophia was lonely, and so she wanted to go along on all their dates. So yeah, he, that's what he was, was taking them to the Bahamas, taking Dorothy to the Bahamas. And so she agreed. Sophia's like, oh, when are we going? That was the breakup point. I feel like Taylor has to be the Dorothy just because you're the tallest. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to, you know, go to the Bahamas and split some booties. Yeah. It's hard to do when the mom's hanging around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spread cheeks, not hate. Yeah. I, did he tell her, like, do you want to go to the Bahamas and get your, <laughs> get your, get your ass your, Get your back blown out? <laughs> or do you want to bring your mom? Because <laughs> I can do both. Why not both? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the, the thing that clinched it for this movie for me was um, all the characters. It was it was uh, reminded me of Shaun of the Dead, where you're like, oh, I don't want these characters to die. Like I actually like uh, Craig T. Nelson. God, that guy fucks anyway. Uh, but the mom was great. I especially I loved it when they're hanging out, like just getting high at, at night. They're like, God damn it! Finally, these kids are asleep. Uh, I will say this time though, the scariest part of the movie is where uh, the little boy is, like, trying to call his mom over. And he's like, oh, Carol Ann, she's, oh, my God, she's on the TV or whatever. And they go, and there's that silhouette, and you see his fucking silhouette of his teeth in front of that. I was like, that is unfortunate. <laughs> oh, that kid had some, that, some chompers. That, was, that silhouette in front of the TV with his mom where they're like, oh, and they both look. I was like, that's the scariest thing for me. <laughs> Not the that's... part where he's he's putting together his midnight <laughs> snack, and he takes a T-bone steak out of the yeah. fridge, sets it on the counter. Mm-hmm. The whole steak he sets on the counter. No plate. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Who does that? That's, that's not sanitary. No. It's uh, terrifying. Yeah. I did love... Is uh, that an 80s thing? I wasn't alive then. Yeah. I, 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 I loved know. how uh, somewhat grounded in reality it was where they're just like, you know, uh, going about their their business and all of a sudden, you know, there's random shit and they're like, oh my God, this is so fucking weird. And they, you know, the experimenting with the chair and the child who were like, that's a little much. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it was the 80s, you know. I loved it when they were like... Yeah, we're not gonna go to the authorities because that's just gonna be weird. Like they're they're gonna you know gonna ask a lot of questions. We're gonna put us in the newspaper or something. We don't want that shit. We don't want to be in the Inquirer. So they go to the like the college we, and they're we like find some random college people. Well, it reminds me of Ghostbusters yeah. where yeah. they're doing like some paranormal stuff. It's like who do you go to when you're like. All right, let's find some kooks that kind of believe in this. Maybe they'll know some shit. So they you go, can't say kooks anymore. Yeah. Oh. Is and is it an actual college they go to, or is it a community college? I don't even know. <laughs> hey, but I don't know. Yeah. I liked I liked the actress Beatrice Strait that played Doctor Lesh mm-hmm. yeah. because I especially like when they're, you know, smaller character moments where they're you know where Carol Ann's like asking weird ass questions and she's like, you know, they're having to talk there in the in the house and she's like, oh, you have to go to the light and there are some people that believe this. I was like, there's just. Little small acting moments in there and choices that I like, but it's also it's kind of a comedy because you see the mom going like, "All right, Carolyn, are you in this room? We're just gonna try." And she opens it for two seconds. Oh my god! 
God, and then closes it immediately again. <laughs> but all of the uh, all the effects, like the super like weird skeletal thing that's like outside the kid's bed, I was like, this is a hundred percent looks like Ghostbusters. And then when they're in there and there's like the pit of hell or purgatory or whatever, yeah. looks like a throat. I'm like, damn it, that's it's fucking. Uh, it's not Zool. It's it's uh, Ghostbusters two with yeah. the, the the slime, mm-hmm. the pink yep. slime. Yeah. Um, it's is Vigo. <laughs> Vigo. Powerful magician. Um, so all the effects, I'm like, oh yeah, they kind of gave me you know nostalgia uh, bumps there, but uh, but I liked all the characters, um, especially the little where's uh, oh Zelda, perfect name too. Yeah, for her, but yeah. she played what. Tangina Barrow? Tangina whatever whatever the fuck her name was. Did they actually say her name in the movie? I never heard it. I don't remember. I don't think they do. It says here it's Tangina. Anyway, um, I love the film. And then at the very fucking end, you're they're like, oh fuck this, we're out of here. And it's spoofed on the symptoms. Yeah. Where where the, the house like sucks into, sucks a, into void, a, a black a hole, black hole vo- void or whatever. Why is it just that house? And all of them are, are exploding all the coffins in the ground. I remember that vividly too, where she falls in the pool and there's all that shit in there. And yeah. Rewatch that scene knowing that all those remains are real. But there was, uh, I, I could have sworn in, in She's all of these films and in the Simpsons spoofs, they're all like, Oh yeah, they were all buried on, an ancient Indian burial ground, which is not the case. They no. say it one time. They're like, yeah. well, it's not like it's an ancient Indian burial ground. Uh, I guess it was just another cemetery, or maybe he said that because it was. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I don't He's know. like, well, we've done it before. It's not like it's what, but either way, uh, the the ending is great. Is is another li- little extra laugh. They're all like, fuck this. We're finally at our our go hotel. The hotel. They they go in. And then you're like, okay, here's the credits. And then you see him fucking yeet the TV, <laughs> the out, TV out. I was like, I was like, ah, yeah. one last chuckle. And then they start credits. I'm like, all right, that was, that was pretty that's good. Pretty, yeah. So I'm I'm with Tay. This seven five. <laughs> uh, love Craig T. Nelson. I like the the uh, the wife mother as well, Joe Beth, and the rest. It was just it was just right. Yeah, that's just right. Yeah. Um, it's about my speed for horror movies. Like I, I, that's about my level of, of, it's like how there's low fantasy and high fantasy. This is kind of lower horror, I guess, or whatever, like lighter, yeah. lower I, calorie horror. I forgot to say one, one last thing you said, you didn't feel like this was, uh, uh Sean, you said you, you didn't think this was a horror film. Exactly. And yeah. I watched something. Somebody else was like, once it goes into ghosts or possession you know, demonic possession or like exorcist, it goes kind of, it's a subgenre. It kind of goes out of the realm of like horror necessarily and goes into like somewhat, I don't know, kind of paranormal uh, and, and possession. It, it's, it's either religious or scientific yeah. and a ghost demon weird thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, my thing is it's, I, I don't want to try to like over categorize stuff and like try to really st- Stick labels on things if I can avoid it, but like, it's just a vibes thing, you know. It, this doesn't vibe as like a horror movie, and like you said, it might be a differential of like lower horror versus higher horror, or you know. Um, I mean, the movie I wanted to do before I chose Friday the Thirteenth because we have a thir- Friday the Thirteenth this month was The Exorcist, which mm-hmm. is probably the highest horror of high yeah. horrors. Mm-hmm. It's like that is a movie that will like to this day 
keep you up at night. Like it's creepy. Mm-hmm. You know, this movie's not that. So I, I don't know. It's just a vibes thing, you know? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of ghost and demon possession movies. Cause there's like, there's nothing to, nothing to fight. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm immediately dead in that. Not that I'm going to survive. There's the literally movie multiple either. movies called but, ghostbusters, but there's, they fight ghosts, but there's nothing where like, they I would bust be like, them. Oh, I wouldn't be at that party because I would be smart enough to know. No, fuck that. There's a slasher around. I'm like, Nope, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to not do that thing. But you know, in these, in these ghost things, there's like, there's nothing to swing at, nothing to be like, all right, well, I'm just going to walk away. That's just, you got a ghost in your butthole. It's going to stay there. No. <laughs> that was my last fortune on my fortune cookie. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry I interrupted, Todd. Go for it. Um, I just so, that you got a ghost in your butthole. <laughs> yeah, I had that in my lucky numbers, one of which was 13. So there you go. Um, so this is this is an iconic like popcorn horror movie. This To me, I'd put it that way. As opposed to lighter fantasy or, or, or lower fantasy, this is a popcorn horror movie. It's a little easier to digest. It's it's um, blockbuster, big budget entertainment compared to Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. To me, there's almost kind of a ramshackle thing to true, genuine like horror movies of that time period. Lower budget, lucrative, you know, easily made. This one was a more meticulous, big budget, um, expensively made horror movie. This was a film. Yes. That happened to be a horror. Yeah. This this was directed by Steven Spielberg. You know, this had you know, tens of millions of dollars behind it, you know, Universal Studios kind of a thing. Um, and for that, I think it's just, it's like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was a big budget horror comedy. You know, it's like, you know, that's exactly, it was a popcorn horror movie. It was a comedy. Um, that's, this is kind of that, set the template for that, a, a big budget movie. How would you compare this to Jaws, though, which is another Spielberg horror? Yeah. And that actually had a much lower budget than this and was much more... It was a great-looking movie, but it was much more cheaply made. I think it was a blockbuster that wasn't intended to be that way. I don't think anybody thought it was going to be a big hit when it, when it was being made. I think there was a lot of nervousness about it. To me, this was set out to make a hit. Like, they knew this was going to be mm-hmm. a big, big blockbuster movie that's going to draw big crowds. Yeah. I don't think they knew that with Jaws. So Jaws doesn't have that same vibe to me mm. that this one does. Of like, this one's like, oh, Spielberg's producing it. Spielberg wrote it. This is going to be a hit. You know, with all these special effects and, and, and like recognizable actors in it. it like, this is going to be a big hit. Um, but yeah, this has a lot of iconic parts. Like, O'Rourke putting her hands on the TV screen that you see. You they're know, here. Saying they're here. Yeah. Um, to me, this is a Spielbergian horror movie. Like you say, it's like it's a lighter, lighter weight, fluffier horror movie. Um, I, this is an eight out of ten for me. I enjoyed this a lot as a kid. I watched this quite a few times. I rented this quite a few times. For me to do that with a horror movie is a big compliment. Um, also, little, some little tidbits here. Um, on the TV screen, at one point, they're watching an old black and white movie, and that is uh, a guy named Joe, which was later Spielberg himself would remake that as always, which we did for this podcast. So that was like they're the kids mm-hmm. watching something, and it's it's the original version of Always. Which one is always? We did it with Richard Dreyfuss and John Goodman and Holly Hunter. It's, it's Holly Hunter. You know, she talked like this. She, she, oh, oh, to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, so Spielberg came up with the idea for the tree that attacks people, like the Whomping Willow or whatever. That was him. Like, he was terrified of the tree outside of his window as a kid. Was he also terrified of clowns? Because that clown doll was creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's one of the few oh, things yeah. I'm legitimately scared of is clowns. So I, I, I share that. That That is horrifying. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, cool special effects for that time period. I love the practical effects that they threw in there. I mean, it's like, yeah, they look like the eighties, but that's, that's fun for me. I love seeing those old school special effects. So I I like the music. I mean, it was just, it was a fun movie to watch. So yeah, this is a good, easy eight out of 10 Halloween movie for me. If if you don't want to go too heavy into gore and horror, this is a good choice. Oh, Oh, incidentally, that reminds me one more thing. Like I, I've done that exact same thing that dad does in this story with my son of like when he's scared of storms like i tell him to count the lightning and like if you the longer you count the further away it's did, getting. did you pick that up from this movie I, I don't think so but i mean i remember just hearing that from my parents back yeah. in the day. but it's like I, I i remember like that i've told him like he when he says the lightning is close it's like when you see it then count and the further you count the further away it is so that means it's going away so i did that exact same thing well i like the one thing just to divert again is they kind of play with that in the movie where as things are starting to escalate they actually like they kind of plant that idea in the audience's head to count and then later as they start to escalate like the storm is getting closer Mm -hmm. and you start to see the gap close from when the lightning happens and when the actual thunder happens and i think that's a really cool way to you know kind of ramp up the anxiety of the movie get in your head yeah yeah so this is good. I'm glad we did this one. Well yeah. directed. I enjoyed this. Good yeah, very good. Well. Good job. Good job, Toby, Toby Hooper. Toby yes. Hooper. Toby Spielberg. Ah, mm. uh, so we got Sean Jordan. Hey. We got Taylor Owens. Travis Bud. Oh, you mean hardwood? So yeah, we got, old we got old hardwood. hardwood. We got old hardwood. Uh, also, if I were a male porn star, for sure, my name would be Doc Cock. <laughs> Doctor Cocktopus. <laughs> nope, just Doc Cock. <laughs> I mean, I prefer Doctor Cocktopus, but that's just me. So, Doc Cock. I'm, uh, if, if my mom's listening, I hope she enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> Doc Cock. So, my, I thought you were going to be Joe Hardwood. Doc Cock. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Todd Wofford. Great movies, only drunker. And we are going to sign off as quickly as we can. Uh, <laughs> Doc Cock signing off. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you guys next time. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. For sure, my name would be Doc Cock.